Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. You're like, me? My favorite podcast? My favorite podcast? I love when people's voice gets so high when they lie. Like, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to another episode of The Ice Pod. I'm in a energetic mood right now, man. Ladies and men. Women and men, I am in a very energetic mood. I'm going crazy. Just saying all the buzzwords. I'm crazy. People tell you a long story, just a long story. You're like, that's crazy. You didn't listen to a single word. You're thinking about like what's for dinner. Like, so I was walking down the street and I saw this guy and he looked over at me and he rolled his window down and like he like kind of drove next to me and like I turned the other way and then he like made a U-turn and you're like, what's for dinner? (laughs) Chicken, chicken or beef? Hmm. I just don't know anymore. You know what's crazy to me? Like we all like you you don't really think about it, right? You don't think about the the legwork that goes into it, but finding dinner every night is kind of an adventure. And not a fun one. <laughs> I feel like five nights out of the week I'm like, what's for dinner? But there always why does there always have to be dinner? Why do we live in a world where there always has to be dinner? Like you don't need to eat at five o'clock every day. You don't need to eat at night every day. But people, like, you tell yourself, you're like, you know, I need to eat. Uh Uh-oh. You know, I need to eat. What happens if I don't eat? Nothing will happen if you don't eat. It's literally just should be called, like, comfort hour. Now, unless you're, like, on a fast, like, you didn't eat the whole day and your blood sugar's dropping, your insulin's dropping, you're, like, getting a little shaky. Yeah, eat dinner. Sometimes, though, I'm like, why am I eating I'm eating dinner? It's so good. Like yesterday, I had Mexican food. Oh, my gosh. I like enchiladas and tacos. I was like, why am I eating? <laughs> why am I eating this? <sighs> but I was, to be fair, I was hungry. I, had, I didn't have a lick of food. I didn't have a single bite of food the whole day. So don't get me started on people who, like, need breakfast. We'll like wake up. We have to like we're going to Disneyland or something. We're going to we're going to Universal. We're going somewhere, a theme park. We wake up really early in the morning. They're like, hold on, let me get, let me eat. You're like, it's five a.m. You're hungry. Why are you hungry at five a.m.? It's wild. People eat just to eat. <laughs> Welcome to America. Or, or like, you know, it's funny. It ha- it happens actually quite a bit. Like when I when I'm with some when I'm gonna when I'm with some friends, 
various friends. It's like, yeah, let's drink a little bit, right? Let's have some beers. Let's do some shots. Whatever, let's hang out. But then, like, we're about to go, like, to the bar and get some drinks. And they're like, ah, oh, you know, I'm kind of hungry. And you're in your head, you're like, well, you're going to mess everything up if you eat and then you decide to drink. So you got to eat and then you got to wait, like, two hours to let the food digest. Then you could drink. Otherwise, your stomach's just going to go crazy. You're going to be full. You're going to be bloated. What's the point? So that happened, that happened the other night, you know, like... <laughs> trying to get some beers and then um or like you know the the most the I'm just, I'm just going to say it the dumbest meal of the day the stupidest meal of the day lunch are you kidding me are you kidding me with lunch <laughs> yo when i worked at coca-cola the way i say it, cola like We'd like we'd get there, right? People would be eating breakfast when I got there, right? People like bringing their own like like bagels or like breakfast burritos to the office. You're eating at eight o'clock in the morning. Your body doesn't need any of that energy. You're eating at eight o'clock in the morning. You should have like a protein bar, and your body will be fine. Trust me. So you're th- that immediately tells me your mental game weak. Now, like I said, unless you've just been fasting, you've been fasting for the last. 40 hours and now it's your time to eat and you eat fine but no i'm assuming you had a huge dinner last night you ate at seven o'clock didn't let your food digest properly it's still your body's still trying to figure what happened last night eating a bean and you know steak burrito rice and beans a beer dessert trying to figure out what to do with all this garbage you put in the bot in in your stomach then you go to work the next day and you get a breakfast burrito or a like a cinnamon crunch bagel. You're eating it. So that's at 8 to 8.30. 8 to 9, say, let's say. Then at 12 o'clock, you're driving around. You're visiting accounts. You're making the rounds. You're in the market, as they say. Then you're getting lunch. You're getting like a huge sandwich and fries or chips. You're drinking Coke with that. Now your body's like, hey, man, I'm trying to figure out this burrito from last night. Hey, man or woman, I'm trying to figure out this burrito from this morning now. Because now you piled that on top. You got like an intern. You got like a very, very inexperienced intern working in your stomach. Now you keep piling work up for them. (laughs) And as you can imagine, what starts to happen if you pile a lot of work for them, for your gut, you pile a lot of work for your digestive system and your body in general, over and over again, every day over time, it's going to explode. Something bad's going to happen. So my whole thing is, why do we need lunch? You just had a big... You just had a breakfast. You just had breakfast. That is more than enough energy to fuel you until five o'clock. God forbid, wait until five o'clock to have dinner. Oh my gosh. Now the correct way to do it, I'll be honest with you guys, say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I disagree with that. 
Eat dinner, like eat dinner like at five, late at six o'clock. Eat early enough if you can. And if not, not the end of the world. But you never want to have a really heavy dinner. And then if you're going to have breakfast, don't just overload yourselves with carbs, please. And dinner, don't overload yourselves with carbs. Here's what I do. I'll try to eat at five or six every day before then so my body can properly digest. By the time I go to bed, my body's not in like chaos mode. I wake up and I'm not immediately eating. Let your body, your body's still working through it, digesting. You have a tall glass of water, you drink coffee, you're most likely going to have a movement there and you're going to have, you're going to be able to release some waste if you know what I mean. That doesn't mean just because you did that, you need to eat again. No, you're not hungry. You're mentally weak. You're not hungry. (laughs) You're hungry after like two and a half days of not eating. That's real hunger. Try doing that. Okay, then like lunchtime comes around 12 o'clock. You don't need to eat. You don't need to run to the, you don't need to run to freaking Subway. You don't need to run to Carl's Jr. and get a burger and fries because you're you're getting a little hungry. You know, like keep it a window. Like that's what they say, intermittent fasting, right? Like make a window of like, Two to six every day where you're eating. And don't make it bad on healthy foods. But what that does, it gives your body time to heal. (laughs) Getting really mad. It gives you time to heal. And also, guess what? If you have a beer on an empty stomach, guess what? You don't need to drink five beers to feel a buzz. You drink half a beer. (laughs) You drink half a beer like, whoa, I'm feeling good right now. It's just lunch is insane. Lunch is created by like big food. They're like, you need to eat middle of the day because your breakfast wasn't enough and dinner is very far away. Eat lunch. Or like friends who tell me they're like eating late night. And I get it. You eat late night. Sometimes I, we, my girlfriend and I, we go out for some drinks and then we're eating like at 10 or 11 o'clock. And that's like blue moon. That's rare, right? That's like once a month. But like, I have some friends talking like, yeah, I just ordered like Uber Eats since like 11. I'm like, what? You know, that's horrible for you, right? People don't care. People don't care about the consequences, my bottom line. They don't think about that. And then when they tell me something's going on with their body, I'm like, well, the writing's on the wall, friend. I'm like that guy. I'm like, the writing's on the wall. You shouldn't have, a, you shouldn't have been eating Doritos at midnight last night. I think that's what's, I think your stomach is saying. I think, I think your body's trying to tell you something. But yeah, lunch is hot take. Lunch is so stupid. I hate lunch. The idea of eating food. Yeah, it's fine. But here's another thing. When you're in a professional, um, if you're working, right, you're around professionals, you're in the office, you're just out working and you have a huge lunch, right? Which happened all the time when I worked at Coca-Cola We'd go to like freaking Boston Market with my, I'd go to Boston Market with my boss. He'd be like, Macias, meet me at Boston Market at one o'clock. And I had to work until five. And I was like, okay. Meet him at Boston Market, the one in Valencia next to the Best Buy. You guys, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. We'd go there. I'd get like meatloaf, turkey, mac and cheese, cornbread, mashed potatoes. I'd be like turkey, it'd be like Thanksgiving. And be like, all right, I'd be like two o'clock, and I'm just my stomach is pulsating. And he's like, all right, and I'm like three more hours of work? How am I gonna do that? 
because people in general eat to the point where they're like, it's not even energetic. Your body doesn't even know what to do with all this extra stuff you've given it. So it just stores it as fat. And you're like, oh, I can't put on weight. What am I going to put? I need to take a pill to lose weight. How about just eat less? Okay, I need to lose weight. And so I need to eat less and work out more. El natural, right? Getting offended on this podcast, man. Stop eating lunch. Only way you can eat lunch is if you didn't eat breakfast and you ate five o'clock the previous day and your lunch is late. It's two o'clock. So you gave yourself 21 hours to digest your food. The last thing I'll say is what do you think happens? What do you think happens when you have all this food in your gut all the time and you don't give your body proper time to heal? Okay? Bacteria rises, right? You start getting infections. You start getting diseases. Weird shit starts happening for all those who need to eat all the time. And also, guess what? Hate to break it to you. Your mental game is weak. Get a little discipline in your life. You don't need to eat breakfast. You don't need a big breakfast burrito. I promise you the trade-off is not worth it. It's not worth it. People say, oh, well, the food's good. I'm never going to. Yeah, you can eat good food. Just pick and choose when you're going to eat it. Don't eat it all in one day. I've learned my lesson, man. And I, I, I like to think of myself as having an iron stomach. I never throw up. I never get queasy. I never have stomach pain. It's like once every six months where I have stomach pain. And it's not really that serious. I'm just like, it feels a little weird. And like 30 minutes, it'll pass. Just like last night. Last night was my six-month checkup. <laughs> was my six-month of, and I have no idea what happened. I, I didn't eat that much food. And I ate early and I had a beer. I'm like, maybe it's the beer or the margarita. Because I had actually a beer, yeah, and a margarita. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's probably it. Anytime you're curious about stuff, it's probably the alcohol. So that's my rant. Skip lunch. Or, like, you know, eat eat breakfast, skip lunch, or skip breakfast, eat a late lunch. And don't overload on carbs. You don't need all that stuff, guys. I say I say all this stuff. I'm, like, murdering a breakfast burrito as we speak. <laughs> eggs, like, eggs, steak, cheese, like, double cheese, bacon, potatoes, everything inside of it. I'm, like, don't eat, don't eat burritos, guys. <clears throat> I think the worst part, another worst part about eating a lot is like feeling bloated and gassy all the time. It's nothing worse when you're like, hey, uh, Bill, let's talk about the sales meeting. Uh, hold up. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, guys. Hey. Hi. <coughs> you're like coughing. <coughs> no, I'm, I'm not eating right now. I'm just drinking coffee and water. I'm just playing with you guys because guess what? It's called comedy. Learn it. But in reality, man, think about your family, bro. When you're eating, boy or girl, think about your family. I know it tastes good, but be a little mentally strong. Do it for your family, bro. Do it for your family, sis. Just call people bro and sis now. What up, sis? What's up, bro? I feel like that doesn't actually, that wouldn't work. I feel like if you just go around calling a girl sis, they're going to be kind of offended by you. Just like women are offended when you call them ma'am. And I don't know. I don't, I'm not like trying to bag on anybody. I just don't know what, I think ma'am is referring to like an older woman. 
Um, what are the what are the words that offend dudes? Um, sir, I like sir. Y'all, oh, y'all tell you. All right, that took me five seconds to think about. Because listen, we're on the fly on this podcast. We go, we go a mile a minute. But guess what? It's all riffs, right? I don't have anything scripted on this pod. But listen, if people call me chief, I'm like, bro, what? I'm offended when they call me chief or boss. Hey, boss. It's always like a little short, stocky guy with broad shoulders. He's like 5'6", but he's always like, what's up, boss? I'm like, are you trying to compensate for your size? I'm like, I don't, I guess boss is cool, but I don't want to be your boss, man. I'm not your boss. I'm like, you should probably call your, like, I'm at a T-Mobile store. I mean, you should probably call your team, your boss, boss. Not me. The guy, hey, guy. Like, what did you say, guy? But, like, it's common for girls, right? They'll be like, hey, girl. Girls will say that to each other. Like, hey, girl. Like, I like your hair, girl. But if I call someone boy, hey, boy. <laughs> I guess, hey, I call my boys boys, right? Oh, my mom, boy. But I don't say boy, I say bois. What's up, bois? Um, yeah, like my like my close friends, I call them like my boy. What's up, bro? Um, I call them what's up, bitch. Yeah, those are the those are the normal, the three Bs. Boy, bro, bitch. Yeah, those are the main ones. So if you don't call your friends that, uh, you should if you're like, hey John, if you call your friends by their first name. They're not your friend. I promise you. I promise you, you're living in a lie. Or you haven't met anybody. You can call a friend, call a brother. I will say my but my friend Ed is a brother to me. I have a group of friends, um, pretty spread out. They all kind of know each other. Then like I call them brothers because they are my brothers, man. Like my two brothers that I was given, not they're not it, man. <laughs> they're not it, man. I'm like, how are we blood related? No, thank you. Despite me desperately trying to have a relationship with them. Please love me. I'm your brother. Just no, ghost me. I'm like, dude, you guys suck. My brothers suck. I'll say it. But my friends, awesome, dude. So we get to choose. We get to choose our friends. We get to choose our brothers. I chose mine. They're awesome. Um, and that's what we're going to leave it at, baby. We're going to leave it at that, baby. No, but how's every do how's everyone doing? Welcome back, Ice Gang. We are in episode double X. Double XL. Size of my head. Double XL. I'm like I'm like Mega Mind, dude. I got a big head, dude. But um it's funny because I thought I had a really, really big head. I thought like, dude, nobody can beat me. And because uh, I wear a seven and a half fitted, and I'm like, actually, that's like the most common size. Some people wear like a seven and three fourths or like an eight. If you guys don't know sizing, eight is the max. <laughs> they go all the way down, like fitted hats, like like baseball caps. They go from like six and a quarter to like eight. And eights are really hard to find. They're like, you know, like big and tall, like hat stores only. But I'm seven and a half. And I've noticed that's probably one of the most common sizes. So I guess my head's not that big. But welcome to episode 20. This is the Ice Pod. You guys are all just loyal listeners, and I respect each and every one of you, unless you've done something really bad in your life that you guys that I don't know about, and you're keeping it a secret. I don't respect you. (laughs) 
You know, like people have so many secrets. Why do I have people so people have so many secrets? Even the person who's like, I don't have any secrets. They have the most secrets, you know, like they don't want to talk about what they did like the summer after 10th grade. Right. They just don't want to talk about it. And you're like, what? Who are you? You base their whole lives on what they did the summer after 10th grade. What'd you do? Why'd you do that? You're not the friend I thought you were. But guys, I don't want to make a big deal out of it. But today is my birthday. If you're listening on Sunday, the day this podcast is released, it is my birthday. On Wednesday, November 19th, 1986, I was born. I shot out of my mom's region like a cannon. Just launched in this world that all the doctors celebrated. It was the first like cannon delivery they've ever seen. Just launched out in my mom's arms. Like, damn. And I was like, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? What up, Earth? <laughs> I was the first talking baby on record. Um, my my picture um, hangs very, very high and proud at St. Joseph's Hospital in Burbank, California. That's where I was born. I'm a Burbank boy. Okay. Um, like I said, the, all the doctors, um, they get together once a year and they celebrate that. And they're they're all like um, local heroes um, and they're recognized. And I'm still like, I sometimes go around Burbank and they're like, are you the baby that, are you the baby that shot out? And I'm like, that's me. And it, at this point, the fame is kind of getting a little bit too much. But I got to deal with it for the people, for the community, for the citizens, and for the betterment of SoCal. So I'll leave it at that. Man, uh, when, I was a, when I was a kid, when I was actually probably in like fourth to sixth grade, all my friends, all my friends knew me for only one uh, catchphrase. Because I was doing catchphrases since birth, baby. The first one that caught on when I was in fourth and fourth, fifth, and sixth grade um, at Valley View Elementary in Santa Clarita, California. Shout out all my friends who went there and they listened to the podcast. I mean, those are deep friends, dude. Deep. But I used to always say, hey, y'all. <laughs> I used to like walk around, like see my friend from across the, like, across the class. Like, hey, y'all. So I was making catchphrases, man. And you know it's a catchphrase because after sixth grade, I was I was torn between who I'm gonna which parent I'm gonna live with. Right, my parents were divorced. My older brother went to just go live with my mom in Santa Barbara, and so now I was alone in seventh grade with my dad and my stepmom, and that was a nightmare. So I'm like, I'm gonna go follow my brother and live with my mom, and I live with my mom in Santa Barbara. For two years, seventh and eighth grade. But then ninth grade came around, um, and my mom, um, she was going, she was going to get her PhD. Um, she's a doctor, but she was in a, a PhD program, and I was gonna hold her back probably three years if I stayed in Santa Barbara. So I went back and I moved with my dad and my stepmom, start ninth grade, Valencia High School, cool school. Everybody drove like really nice cars. I did it. I couldn't drive my car to school, but I did anyways. <laughs> People were like, could you drive a car? No, no, but I did. I had like eight keys for my Toyota Tercel. I had eight keys. 
Um, but uh, what was I even talking about? I'm losing my, I'm losing my mojo. No, but um, yeah, I moved back and um, I moved back and I saw a lot of my friends at the start of ninth grade that I hadn't seen since sixth grade. So I hadn't seen them for two years. Um, some of them I did on the weekends, like when I went to go back and visit my dad, but most of them I didn't see for two years. So when I came back and I saw some of my old friends from sixth grade, they were now like, they hit puberty and like really deep voices. They'd be like, hey, I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. I'm like, what's hey, ya? what? They're like, say it, say it. And I was like, say what, dude? What are you talking about? They're like, say it. Say, hey, yeah. <laughs> so I would say it. They're like, oh, it's not the same. I'm like, yeah, I'm older now. I'm like, I'm older now. I'm like flirting with puberty. I actually didn't hit puberty yet. Puberty yet. I didn't hit it. I think I hit it like after ninth grade. Because I was, I was a little scrawny ninth grader. I was like. 12 still i turned 13 like november of um freshman year so or is it i don't even know if that's true whatever i was scrawny i didn't hit it until later but um they all knew me from my catchphrase baby so um yeah today's my birthday more life people are like oh i don't like getting older and i'm like well i guess i'm one of those people but at the same time it's like it's every extra year you have in life is a blessing I could have been struck by a bus, dude, at the age of 25. Easily. Not like I avoided that, but I'm saying I could have. Like a meteor could have like hit me, dude. You know, there's so many different ways to just get fucking mutilated, you know? And I don't want to be like, I don't want to be bleak on this podcast. I'm saying like, yeah, I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. My voice, dude. I got that morning voice, but listen, guys, um, yeah, today is my birthday. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. You know, people send me, like, um, they send me, like, texts or stuff, or, like, they'll be like, hey, happy birthday, whatever. But you know what the, the number one annoying, most annoying thing is? People that I follow on Instagram, because social media is so stupid. In reality, people, like, want to make it seem like they're more important than other people. Let's be real. And the worst part of that is when they're like, almost like people care about me more than they care about you. Because of the people who like it's their birthday and they'll, they won't ever acknowledge it's their birthday, right? They won't say it's my birthday. They won't make a post, but guess what they'll do? Every single message and post that they get for their birthday, they're going to repost it. So it's like, oh, you're going down your, you're going down your stories, right? On Instagram. And then you see, Johnny Appleseed, right? Whoever. And it's their birthday. And they're just reposting other people's posts for their birthday. So you're like, oh, it's their birthday. And there's like 20 of them. You're like, who cares, bro? You think we're going through a story. We want to know what another person, how they wish you happy birthday. I'll tell you, no. Post a cool picture of food. I'd love to see like a burrito split in half or like a really cool like steak. Yes, I applaud that. Post a cool picture of like you you and your husband, you and your wife, like in the Alps. You know what I mean? Yes, that's cool. But don't repost photos of other people wishing you a happy birthday. It's very, very egotistical and conceited. 
And every time I see one of those, I lose a little bit of respect for the person who posted that. To the point where, like, I'm going to probably unfollow this person. It's not really necessary to follow them anymore. Unfollow! <laughs> no, it's that's annoying. I'll never be that person. Um, I may post a photo and be like, hey, you know, happy birthday to me, yo. Wish me a happy birthday, man. The older I get, all I want is just like, hey, happy birthday. I'm like, oh, thanks, dude. But at the same token, friends who don't wish me happy birthday on my birthday, I question. I'm like, am I even your friend, bro? I'm like, I'm sending you like chocolates and I'm like buying you like drinks and like handles of like Casamigos and like and on your birthday, I'm like making a band. I'm like, I call them like 7 a.m. Like, hey, birthday boy. Meanwhile, it's like 8 p.m. on my birthday and I got like one like text from my mom. She's like, hi, honey, happy birthday. No, my mom calls me. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shoot her down like that. But like the worst ones are like the ones you get, they say HBD. You're like, ah. Is that does it mean happy birthday? I hope it does. All caps HBD. You're like, ah. You can't even respond to that one with thanks. You gotta just put like put T. Just put a T. Respond with that. I respond with that with a T. Just T. They'll be like, what the fuck's T? I'm like, what's HBD, bro? Like a disease? The fuck is HBD? <laughs> so, yeah, today's my birthday. Thanks for everyone who um, will and has already reached out to me and has thought about me. That's all that matters in this world is human connection. Um, so thank you. Um, what what happened this week? What happened? Um, my lifelong buddy, um, Ed, took me to a Laker game. Um, the Lakers played the Sacramento Kings. It's the first Laker game I've been to in about four years. And... It was fun, man. The Lakers got smoked. You know, the Lakers are the most bipolar team in the history of the NBA. They they'll play great one game, and then the next day, like Anthony Davis just doesn't decide to show up. He'll just stand in the paint with his like just stand. He'll literally stand with his like won't even raise his arms. And he'll just like walk. He'll like mosey down. He gets winded so easily. I'm like, bro, you're getting paid like twenty five million a year. You can't even run down the court. What's wrong with you? He's like always moping. I'm like, dude, these people, man. Like, what is going on with their brain? If you're getting $25 million, I'm running, baby. I'm running. I'm jumping. Who can- and then if you injure yourself, you're like, okay, I tried. I tried so hard that I just snapped my ankle. <laughs> but we went We went to the game. It was fun. Like I said, Lakers lost. But um, little things like that mean a lot to me, man. My my buddy Ed, um, like I say, he's one of my best friends. Um, Yeah, it was just a great time. You know, we got some uh, food. We got some drinks. We went to the game. And it was all on his dime and things like that. So they, they, they mean the world to me, man. Cause like him and I, longtime friends, and I always try to do something special for him on his birthday. He does stuff for me. So, um, that was great, man. Shout out Ed. I don't think he even listens to this podcast, bro. I'm like, Hey, do you listen? He's like, what's, what's that? I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, do you, um, I'm like, yeah, I have a podcast. He's like, what? I'm like, do you know what a podcast is? He's like, oh, it's like one of those videos. And I'm like, no. A recording by definition, dude. Listen to mine. Another uh, another close friend does not listen to my podcast. I think actually, you know, it's funny too. I think people who don't listen to my podcast, I think they would like it. I hope they would like it. Because some of these other podcasts, man, I hate to I hate to like shit on them, but some of these other podcasts, if you're listening to other co- comedy podcasts, they're so bad. Sometimes, like, one out of every five will be really entertaining. And then the rest, they'll be talking about, like, their own personal shit. 
He'd be like, hey, did uh, Sarah get the, you know, you pick up the kids from the thing. They're like, yeah, Sarah picked up the kids. He's like, <laughs> like trying to make funny. I like to try to make funny. Try to make something funny that's just a normal conversation. Or they're like, that's that's the worst when there's three people or two people and they're just talking about their own personal stuff. And I'm like, he's like, so when's you gonna do this? When do you do that? Oh, da 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 da. Oh, come see me here. Come see me here. I'm like, bro, I'm the real comedy podcast, man. I'm just talking to you guys like it is. There are no tour days. I'm not trying to shove ads down your throat. I'm not trying to shove AG1 down your throat. Don't buy it. <laughs> do not buy it. It's $90, and they're like the number one ingredient is sugar. I'm like, if this is all whole superfoods, why is there, why is it so sweet? It's like sweet. It tastes like uh, fucking Kool-Aid. People, every podcast I listen to, they're like, foundational health that'll support your nutrition, AG1. I'm like, they got you. Half these idiots out here are going to go, oh, $97 for a, for. 20 servings. Hmm, what a deal. Ooh, subscription service. I'm going to get hit with this every month. Yeah. After a year, you're like, why am I put why have I put on weight? This is weird. Huh. This is supposed to keep my organs functioning properly. No. How about exercise, water, and then you just take supplements as needed without sugar. Guess what? Those work. Gummy or tablet or uh yeah, pill form, whatever. Do that. So that was great. I got to see my friend. Uh, also, I realized that um, I won't talk to you guys until after Thanksgiving. So uh, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, not sure of my plans. Trying to keep it low key. Um, we'll see what happens. But listen, it's a time to really be thankful for the people in your life, um, good or bad. Right? Everybody has. Everybody. Um, family's not always perfect. Right? There's. There's always a weird dynamic for most people. Um, there's always a little bit of tension. But, you know, I think it's one of the, the few days of the year. And and obviously, try to make it more. But, like, you should really focus on the good in people, what they're trying to do, all the stuff they've done for you, um, as opposed to kind of get uh, to fall into the uh, the pit of darkness that is, that is uh, remembering the things that hurt you about them. And that's always the hardest thing, right? When I, when I talked to a therapist, uh, the number one thing they said to me was just like, can't harp on things. You can't control other people. You just got to kind of like make do with the way people are, uh, especially family because you can't really choose them. Obviously, a friend, if they're like really annoying, you just don't like hang out. Just don't hang out with them anymore. I have to tolerate that, man. But uh, I always think whenever I think about Thanksgiving in the past, um, not always great years every year, right? But um, my buddy Ed, who I just mentioned, took me to the Laker game. Um his family is like my second family. <laughs> Growing up, I lived close to him and I'd always be at his house on Thanksgiving. Or he'd invite me to his extended family party. And my my friend Ed, he's Filipino. And I'm half Mexican, half white. And he'd always invite me to his extended family party. So I became like, I felt like I was part of their family. And that, looking back on it, um, that those were like, it warms your heart so much. It really warmed my heart so much to be around and accepted by like basically strangers, right? Strangers that eventually became like, hate to break it, like almost stronger than my personal family. Like I was never really around my extended family a lot. I always enjoyed it. And we did have that once a year thing, but like 
it's a little bit different, like going to my buddy's, my buddy's family parties. There's like a, just like a general sense of like uh, a communal love. Everyone supports each other. Everyone's asking each other. Everyone's inquiring about each other's lives. And it's like, they always see me, Hey Drew, what's up, man? And I, they just accepted me. And I was just like the friend of one of the, one of the members, you know, and I was the only person there. I was like his date. <laughs> like, is Ed, is Ed dating Drew? Um, I don't know if anybody thought that and who cares if they did. Um, but I was always hanging out with him. I'd always go up to my friends, my, my buddy Ed's house. Um, I just show up there unannounced sometimes. I'd walk, I'd like open the door, I'd be unlocked. I'd open my door, like, I'd open the door, uh, leave my shoes, right? Because no shoes in the house. And then I just go, like, pop into Ed's room. Like, hey, what's up, bro? I'd be like, hey, what's up, dude? I was just a member of their, like, I was a member of their family. So when I look at, when I look back at it, I'm like, I was, that's really what I was thankful for back in the day. Obviously, my own family, all in my own, everything that's happened in my life so far. But that was, that was instrumental, right? For keeping my sanity and, like, helping me through some, because, you know, around the holidays, it's always a little more lonely if you don't really have anybody supporting you. So when you have that, you really, it really magnifies. So I always think about that and I never forget it. And I just recently, it, it had been years since I had saw his, seen his extended family. We went camping um, about in, during the summer, like in July. Yeah, in July, we went camping near Temecula and I saw them all again. Like, yeah, what's up? And I was just like, like, n- like no time had passed at all. Saw them all and um, was immediately back accepted. It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. I hope you guys ha- all have that. So that's freaking awesome. Listen, I've, I'm more fortunate than not, right? I tell you guys all these crazy stories, but like I'm more fortunate than not. I feel like if I did have a bad upbringing, I would be in prison um, and I would be in jail right now writing to you guys. Um, so um, I'm, I'm lucky that, you know, I was uh, stayed on that straight track. And now I have a good career, good life. Um, I'm really good looking. Um, all these things have like worked out in my favor, which is awesome. Um, you know, like I'm like really, I'm like really rich. So that's really cool. <laughs> I'm not guys, by the way, but I'm <laughs> just like, it's like, luckily, like I have like kind of like perfect, like everything's perfect now. So, um, I'm happy about that. People just happy about being perfect. <laughs> no, I got more. I got a lot of issues, man. As I'm crying, I'm looking in the mirror right now, crying. I got perfect. Hey, I'm perfectly imperfect. You see those things? Perfectly imperfect. Makes no sense to anybody. But um, listen, guys. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Um, be thankful that you live in the country um, that we live in. Um <laughs> The most sarcastic statement ever. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave that out of it. But listen, be thankful for the people in your life. Um, they've, you know, sure, in some way or the other, in the, uh, some way or the other, they've made a sacrifice for you. Um, albeit maybe small and, and they probably could have done more. But hey, screw it. Be thankful. You know, hey, text, text your parents, dude. Don't be a dick. But yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, what else is happening? What else? I'm 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 still on my health kick, baby. I'm still I'm, I say I'm still on my health kick because I had Mexican food last night, enchilada and tacos. Asking myself why. We honestly, let's be real, we don't need to eat as much as we do. We don't. And I've talked about this at length on this in previous episodes. We do not eat, need to eat as much as we do. 
to like nourish your body to like recover like protein green vegetable and then some source of like fiber grain and even whole grains are overrated right but like eats like a, a scoop of quinoa a half bunch of broccoli and like two chicken breast fillets boom nutritious you're gonna be full you're gonna have full energy your stomach's not gonna eat you alive at night last night my stomach was going crazy and I'm like what the heck all I had was a Cadillac margarita an enchilada and two tacos uh, and I ate it like at five and then here I am sitting there at 12 30 you know midnight basically just stomach churning and I'm like what Luckily, it went away. Like, it lasted 30 minutes, and then it went away. So who knows what's happening with me, but um, trying to stay healthy, guys. Um, I've been running every single day. I'm on that runner's kick, on that runner's high. And by the way, the runner's high, I don't think it really exists. When you run as much as I do, I don't think it exists anymore. Um, Or it does, but you got to get deep into miles. I know most people, once you get to, like, two and a half, three miles, you start feeling that runner's high. You get the endorphins really flowing through your blood system. You're, you get that blood flowing, those endorphins going crazy for you. But for me, like, I usually run that every day, and I don't really get the runner's high. What I do get now, though, I get um, shower high. <laughs> when I t- take a cold shower, it's especially now that it's kind of colder outside, it is awful i'll be honest with you guys it's awful now it's like oh gosh it's cold out here it's cold you don't get your body heat back but i still do it i've still been taking cold showers and but here's the thing you get in there you're like ooh, you know you get that that jolt of life you pop out dry yourself off put your clothes on and then for like the next hour you feel fantastic it's wild it's crazy how fast it works you're like whoa okay this is cool. This is a cool feeling. Um, so still doing that. Still doing the cold showers and, and running every day. I think I've ran like 11 days in a row now. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to stay on that. I'm trying to get back to my running self now that I'm 37 years old. Um, just gotta, you got to stay healthy. You got to start thinking about... You really got to start thinking about stuff. Like days where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have candy and ice cream and... Um, Candy, ice cream, and I'm gonna have some food, you know, some um, really a burger and fries and a beer. It's like, can't do that, man. You know, if you do the burger, don't do the fries. Do a burger and fries, you can't do anything else. No beer. So, I will say, I do miss um, the old days of Thanksgiving. And it's sad to say old days, but like, Getting the whole family together. Um, I have a really like spread out family. I've, I've mentioned this before, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But like, my older brother does his own thing with his in laws. My dad does his own thing with my stepmom. My mom does her own thing with her boyfriend. I'm like on this island by myself. Like, damn. <laughs> I guess you know I hang out with my girlfriend, a girlfriend's family, and that's all cool. But you know, I still miss that element of like seeing my extended family. So we used to always have big family get-togethers around the holidays um that used to be great but then that stopped and that that really is sad to me you know like i don't know why families that are big and like cousins and sisters and stuff they stop seeing each other 
Um, I think that just growing older is a bad excuse. So um, here I am, you know, I'm trying to be a family man, but um, I don't think any anybody in my family truly appreciates. Um, it's all good, baby. But um, yeah, I guess the I forgot to address the elephant in the room. I'm in Texas, baby. Yee-haw! By the time you're listening to this, I'm in Texas. I'm going to be here all the way until Thanksgiving morning. It's a birthday trip. Your boy travels. You guys already know. Your boy travels. Mostly around California, but occasionally I get out. <clears throat> I haven't been to Texas since 2019. I went there for a work sales retreat. Um... We stayed in a small little town in between Austin and Houston. It was pretty awesome. I enjoyed it. Spiders there are really big and mosquitoes are really big. It's very humid also. So we're going to see how this trip goes. Um, The conclusion of my trip is uh, Wednesday night. We're going to be in Dallas and we're going to go see the Vegas Golden Knights defending Stanley Cup champions versus the Dallas Stars. With the whiny captain, Jamie Ben, who plays super dirty. Let's just remind everyone. If Let's remind, let's also, let me educate you guys on, um, on hockey just a little bit for those who don't know. Every hockey team, for the most part, has a captain. Unless that one captain, as unless they get traded or they're a new team or sometimes there's an, there's an intermediate, there's a, there's a intermediary phase where um, they don't have a captain, but most, I think all teams right now have a captain. Um, Vegas captain, Mark Stone, very respectable, very hardworking, energetic, just rides and dies for his team, the ultimate captain, right? And then most captains are like that. Jamie Ben, the can- the captain of the Dallas Stars, he is a crybaby, kind of a, kind of not, not even that really that good anymore. And last year in the playoffs, when Vegas played Dallas, he leveled Mark Stone. Mark Stone was on the ground, I mean, on the ice, face planted. And Jamie Ben got his stick, held it with two hands, and smashed Mark Stone's head into the ice for added measure. Needless to say, he was penalized, kicked out of that game. Missed the next two games, and Dallas got whooped by Vegas, and Vegas won the championship. So it was the ultimate worst-case scenario for this guy, and I hope he learned his lesson. But I get to see him um, and the Dallas Stars on Wednesday. That'll be exciting. Um, But yeah, we have never really spent a lot of time in any of these cities, right? Like San Antonio, never been, so I'm excited. Um, Austin, Texas, I was there briefly, but really didn't experience any of the nightlife or the food or anything. So that's going to be exciting. And then Dallas will be there for one night for that game. Well, day and night. So looking forward to it. Let's see what else. What happened on my, what happened in 1986 when I was born, man? What songs were popular? I'm looking it up right now. Venus by Bananarama. Are you kidding me? I'm your Venus. It's like a Venus shaving commercial, razor commercial. (laughs) Come on, man. Is anything good happened to my birthday year? Hold on. Let me Google best things. I'm literally typing, guys. Best things to happen 
1986. Gosh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Thepeoplehistory.com. Shout out. Let's see. All right, guys. Let's see what happened in 1986, which was a long-ass time ago. Soviet nuclear reactor at Chernobyl explodes. Oh, my gosh. That was 86? Oh, my gosh. Have you guys ever seen Chernobyl? That, that show that came out? That was brutal, man. Let's see what else happened. The space shutter, sh- shutter, the space shuttle Challenger disintegrates seventy three seconds after launching, killing all seven astronauts on board. Oh my gosh, we're over two guys. Eighty six year of tragedy. What in the name? All right, we got some good news on eighty six. So we got some good news back. The Oprah Winfrey Show debuts nationally. And who doesn't love Oprah? She's like 87 years old, and she looks like she's 40. All right, what else? Comet Halley reaches the closest point to the Earth during its second visit to the solar system in the 20th century. All right, so nuclear explosion, space shuttle explosion, a comet almost hit Earth. I had no idea about all these things. See, that's why we do podcasts, man. We learn together. Um, the Hands Across America charity event is held. Now, that's a little ominous. Have you guys ever seen the movie Us? It's like all the people, all the clones of people holding hands across America. That's creepy. Um, the stage musical Phantom of the Opera debuts in London's West End. Okay, Phantom of the Opera, badass, right? Creepy, but badass. Um, let's see, the Soviet Union launches the Mir space station. Okay, so they were, they were moving. They were moving the needle. Um, Richard, sorry, there's 10 of these guys. I'm a number eight right now. Richard Branson on the 72-foot powerboat Virgin Challenger breaks the world record for fastest crossing of the Atlantic. All right. No idea what the relevance of that is. You have a boat. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> number nine. Number nine on the li- this list of ten, it just says mad cow disease. God damn it. <laughs> Yo, 86 might be worse than 2020. Let's be real. 2020 is just going to be like pandemic. Um, blow- blown out of control. Uh, flu, pandemic, COVID. Uh, world shuts down. 2020. Yo, 86 we had. All right. Nuclear explosion. Space shuttle explosion. A comet almost destroys Earth. Mad cow disease? And then the last one, number 10. Iran-Contra affair, President Ronald Reagan's administration sold arms to Iran. No idea what that means or if it's good or bad. I'm imagining it's bad. Jeez, man, are you joking? 80, Really? 86 sucked, man. Was that like the worst year of the 80s? Let's see. How much did things cost in 86? This is interesting, man. Sorry, I'm I'm going down this. Um, Inflation rate was only 1.91%. Average monthly rent in the United States was $385. Gallon of gas was 89 cents. Jeez. Um, Let's see. Average cost of a new house, $89,000. Yo, I could buy like two houses right now. Cash. Fuck. 
Broccoli is 39 cents a pound, dude. I love me some broccoli, bro. Ford Mustang was $7,400. But yo, a Casio portable color television was $250. A portable computer was $1,600. That's wild, man. 1986, man. I don't know if I want to claim that anymore, dude. I got to get that 1986 tattoo on my my lower back removed. That's for sure. I can't believe the Challenger blew up, like probably on my birthday. All right, guys. Well, I'm done going into the, the history of 1980s. I thought that was going to be really uplifting, and it just turns out like I might be like one of the like like one of the positives that came out of that year. Let's see. Let's see sports history. Sports history. Sorry, we're going down this because I think it's interesting. You, like, I I dare you. Like, go down your year and see what happened your year. <laughs> A lot of my friends like 1986 or 87. Um. Okay, um, 86, it says unforgettable year in sports. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how unforgettable you are. Um, Bears win the title. Okay. Chicago Bears were good. You know, that's a long time ago. Spud Webb, he's only five foot seven, but he won the dunk contest over Dominique Wilkins. Okay. Um, no idea what that is. Uh, no idea what that is. No cares. Goretzky sets points record. All right. Now we're talking. Sports were actually a pretty good year. Wayne Gretzky established the NHL record with 215 points in one year. 52 goals on 163 assists. Damn, dude. Is that my daddy? <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Like, uh, Jack Nicholas wins the Masters. He's like one of the best golfers of all time. Jordan, oh, Jordan popped out. Um, Jordan had a playoff record 63 points in a game. Oh, damn, I didn't know that. He balled out, basically. What else, man? Um, a lot of good stuff. Rockets stunned the Lakers. That's not good. I'm a Lakers fan. Um, game five of the Western Conference Finals, the Rockets beat the Lakers. Who knew? Oh man, did uh I don't know who won the championship that year. I don't know anymore. Anyways, yeah. Um crazy, crazy stuff happened the year. That was a really good year for sports. I'll give them that much. But um 1986, man, I'm 37 years old. I can't believe it. I remember and I feel young, you know. I remember looking back and I was like 21. And then you blink and you're like 25. And then I feel like my career and like my life really started to get better when it's once I hit my thirties, like you have more money, you have more freedom. You just have a better sense of things. And I'm seven years removed from being 30. That's wild, man. But Hey, I mean, 30 in the big scheme of things, it's still young. I feel like even when you're in your forties, you're young. Once you hit like 50 or 60, then you like, then you're like 90. You're like, Oh, if you live that long, you're like, this is going to be tough. So 37, I've lived a long life so far. I feel like I've done so many awesome things, more than anybody can ever imagine. I've done so many great things, not to like brag or anything, but like that's the whole point, right? We're trying to like make the most out of this world. That's why I did this podcast. I woke up one day, I said, I want to do a podcast and I'm doing it. Now we're basically five months into this podcast, guys. Episode number 20, divide that by four weeks. That's five months. 
five months of doing a podcast. And I could look at it and like say, wow, that's cool. That's a cool accomplishment. I enjoy doing this, but I can also look at it and say like, damn, I still don't have any sponsors. But I, I'm keeping it positive, man. This this podcast cost me zero point zero zero dollars. It's free ninety three, okay. And a lot of people enjoy it. Um, not a lot. I mean, not like the masses, but a good amount of people enjoy it. I think they listen to it every week. They let me know and they see me. They're like, hey, I listen to it. And I'm like, oh, you listen to it? I like the most random people listen to it. Like my dog listens to my podcast. He just like somehow, he's just, ur, ur, just likes hearing my voice, has no idea what I'm saying. So shout out to my dog, Snafu. He's dope. He's got, um, he's losing weight a little bit, but he's putting it back on because I'm feeding him an extra now. I'm just feeding him so much to get him fat again. I'm like, hey, get fat, little guy. Just feeding him, feeding him. He'll like throw up, feed him, feed him, throw up, feed him, feed him. Feed the beast. Love that movie. <laughs> uh, role models. Feed the beast. But listen, guys, it's getting that time of the episode where I thank you. I get sentimental and I write a letter to you guys. I write a little poem. What's a little poem called? Like a poeta? A, po- a poemella? It's like, I'm going to write you a poemella. Because poems actually can already be very, very... Um, poems already are short, right? Like, that's the whole point of a poem. You just put, like, ten really, really, like like really strong words close to one another in with commas and separate lines. And you're like, that's a poem. It's like, I, let me, let me try to create one on the fly. Effervescence within cosmos unite brotherly affliction in sight bearing weight. We cry Suffering demons, they try. Boom! Damn, I can write poetry. Actually, I'm not even bullshitting you guys. I thought that was pretty good. It's like an internal, it's like an internal love letter, like an internal like thesis about my brain, my brain state, but I only use seven words. <laughs> I listen, I used to write poems a lot thinking they were good and they looking back i'm like dude this sucked i put like a river so long a dove flies to this song i'm like they were the rhymes were so bad man i was like t-pain writing rhyming freaking uh mansion to wisconsin (laughs) that's how my rhymes were man i'd rhyme like Oh my gosh. I need to get, listen, next episode, I'm going to get back to my roots. I'm going to get back to my rapping roots. Because you guys still haven't heard me rap because I can throw some bars, baby. What was I <laughs> trying to think of some raps that I said, man? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of this. Uh, damn. I'll think about it, guys. Sorry, I'm drawing blanks right now. Like, I need to get in that. I literally need to get in that rapping mood to like be able to flow. Like you got to get in that rhythm. I've never just been wake up rhyme, wake up rhyme. So um, yeah, this is episode 20. Wish me a happy birthday. Do it or don't. I don't care. Actually, I do. I mentioned to you guys. I do care. That's one thing I care about. Friends, family, and you messaging me, letting me know you love me because 
Um, you know, we're all gonna one day we're all gonna be gone from this world, but we will. I think I really do feel the energy that we have, the um, the experiences that we had, the um, people that we've met, all those relationships, all those feelings, all that energy that um, a person's given and released, it all comes full circle. I really, I honestly believe that. So I feel like all this love, it's not for nothing. It's going to lead to something or propel you into some other form of existence. And while we're here, we got to enjoy it, guys. You know, we got to love each other. We got to be thankful for all the stuff we have. And we got to just like, you know, keep working and keep loving each other, man. And like, it's all love from my end. You know, I know I rant, I rant a lot. I vent a lot. But I'm really thankful for all you guys, man. Like it, it means the world. It absolutely means the world to me, man. It really does. And I don't even want this podcast to blow up. I just want people who listen to it to enjoy it and have like a, a good feeling in their heart as they carry out through the day because it's easy. It's so easy to get caught up in such bull crap, but it's also easy to like feel love and to give love. So um, I respect all you guys and I hope to talk to you next week. I hope my plane doesn't explode, knock on wood. Something could happen, you know what I mean? But I'm if, if I'm good, if I'm in one piece, I will be back next week to give you the Texas recap, Thanksgiving recap, and mental headspace recap. <laughs> but I love you guys. This has been episode 20 of The Ice Pod. We call it the independent comedy experiment, and we have survived another week of this crazy experiment we call life. So stop living a lie, get off your ass, put the breakfast burrito down, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Happy Turkey Day. Bye.